God bless fantasy football. There are many things a man can do with his time. And this, well, this is better than those things. Hey, yo, we are back with good old fantasy football podcast. I am Bren here with Connor and Chaz. We're continuing our running back rankings. Uh, we left off with 20 through 11 on our last episode. Now we have 10 through one in that order. Um, we're going to do something a little different here today. We're going to start a fantasy football league with some of our listeners. If you're interested, stick, stay tuned to the end of the show. We're going to tell you more about how to get into the league with us. Um, in that league, we'll talk more. We'll talk about it every week. We'll talk about trades, pickups, everything like that, so you can relate to your own leagues and be part of the league with us. Again, we'll talk more about that at the end. Let's get into our rankings. Do you want to go over the 20 through 11, just throw them out there real quick? Yes. 20 was James Cook. 19, we had Kenneth Walker. 18 was Damian Pierce, followed by Brees Hall, Alexander Madison, Travis Etienne. Jameer Gibbs, Ramondre Stevenson, Aaron Jones, and we left off with 11 at Najee Harris last time. So moving right along at our 10 spot, we have Joe Mixon. And we're all right around 10 here with Joe Mixon. I have him at 10, Connor at 12, Chaz at 9. So we're all similar ADP on him this year. Yeah, I, I think my biggest thing with Joe Mixon is he's always been productive. There's now Samaje uh, P. Ryan's now gone. He's in Denver. And you're drafting him in the fourth round. So you're drafting him to be an RB1 where you're either drafting your RB2 or you did so well at the beginning of your draft stacking up two receivers, maybe a tight end and quarterback, and now you're getting Joe Mixon to be your number one running back in the fourth round. I think his value makes him an easy top ten running back. Just like Aaron Jones we were talking about, if he was my number one running back after the draft, I would be fun with that. He missed three games last year and was the running back 12 on the season. Um, he took a pay cut to stay here because he believes in this offense. Again, not much backup. Chris Evans is there, but shouldn't really take anything from him. Joe Burrow's amazing. He's going to run the ball. He's going to catch a lot of passes. I, I think he is going to be great. And they're being drafted three spots away from each other. I'd rather mix in. Yeah, I, I think you makes in the third round is even a good spot. This offense, they're going to score points quick and then run the ball out, and it's going to force him to get garbage time yards, just uh, putting the game away, which he's very good at. He doesn't get stopped at, like for no yard gains ever. Yeah, and there's nobody behind him to still taking taking uh, touches away. This is one of the few bell cows in the league still. Yeah, and with Joe Burrow maybe being a little banged up. They might be a little more run-heavy start the year, even though he's such a great passing back, yeah, pass catcher as well. And even when they have a game or a pass-heavy game script, he always gets touches. He always finds himself getting 15-plus carries. Yeah. Moving on to number nine is last year's number one overall, Jonathan Taylor. I have him at nine, Connor right ahead of me at eight. Last year's number one overall pick consensus. Overall not, pick, yes. I guess he's not finishing number one. I want to make that clear. And Chaz has him right after me at 10. Um, so, yeah, much lower than last year. And yeah, he part of it is out. the contract situation. Obviously, he's back and forth with the owner. It's not looking good for him. I mean, his skill is still on par with anybody else in the league. Richardson is not the quarterback that you want your running back to have. 
because it doesn't open up the pass. He's going to take rushes away from him. So it's kind of a tough situation for him, but just on town alone, he's still amazing. Yeah, I think Anthony Richardson, with being in the offense – or sorry, head coach, that was the Eagles' offense coordinator. If they're down the goal line, Anthony Richardson's a lot bigger than Jalen Hurts, and they're going to do a lot of QB sneaks, which I think is going to steal touchdowns from Jonathan Taylor, not being that goal line back. Um, I don't know. I think that whole contract thing, is his ankle bothering him still? Is it not? It's kind of very unclear between him and the owners. And the ankle was something that bothered him all through last year, which slowed him down. If that's still an issue, is he not going to be ready? Even if he's ready, is he not going to be who he was two years ago? Yeah. Uh, just like some other guys, definitely a guy I'm keeping my eye on closer to my draft. Yeah. Hopefully you draft this close to the start out. of the season and get more confidence with taking him. But with his ADP at 204, you could either go running back heavy and get another running back and he's your second option or a stud receiver and maybe get him as your first running back where if he goes back to what he can be, he could be the number one overall back. Yeah, if you take someone in the you're confident with and when Chris good in the second, you're getting a potential top five player. But I think you're you're drafting a question mark in the second round. Right, right. that's the big thing. Which is like I guess it's well, that's what I mean. But you gotta risk it to get the best kit, but I don't if you draft single in the first yeah. round, you, you don't can risk take that chance. Fantasy, it's hard to beat out a whole way to get the championship. Yeah. So it's not I mean, if you're getting an early second, I think it's a good spot to risk it. Another riskier guy as of right now is Josh Jacobs. He's our eighth running back. Um, I have been eight, Connor at seven, Chaz at 11. Um, What's his current status? I don't know. Not with the team. Right, he's not with the team. It's not like Mixon of where he's not. um, So Mixon's under, no, sorry. Taylor's under contract, not with the team dealing with an ankle. He just hasn't signed the franchise tag. He's not signed the franchise tag, and it doesn't look like he's going to. Yeah, so this one, again, comes down to when you draft, if it's, the couple of days before the NFL season starts, and he has a pick, he's going to fall down the draft board. But where we have him ranked is mostly based on how he played last year, where he was an absolute stud. I believe he played the whole league in Russia. Russia yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, he is good when he is given the chance. I just, if he comes in with no training camp at all. Right. We've seen running backs that have held out. It normally is a bad situation. Yeah, like Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he never signed his franchise tag. He wanted to get yeah, traded. To just missed a whole year. Gordon. Yeah, There's he, a lot of examples that you he, want him to get back sooner than later. Yeah. He was number three last year. He was a beast. Uh, but he's been placed on the did not report list, and it's uncertain whether he's going to take the field for the Raiders at all. Yeah, so us talking about this three weeks away is – It's getting close. It's a lot of time for him to come back, but if he's not getting sooner rather than later. And if, he's, if he comes in out of shape too right. – Right, you don't know how he's handling himself outside of camp. Yeah, and something we should definitely pay more attention to going forward. The forward is, I don't know how any of the backups are or how that depth chart is looking at who will be the guy. Uh, I think Zamir White was drafted to be that guy last year, two years ago, but Josh Jacobs took back his role. Yeah, at that point, Gruden, for some reason, didn't love him. And and he Man, played in the Hall of Fame game. He you played know. in the first preseason yeah. game when that's usually the guys that don't play at all. Zamir White, Amir Abdul, and Brandon Bolden. So three guys that you know their names, but nothing special. Yeah, and I just – If he does out, Zamir White's the guy to take a fly run later. I think it'll be a running back by committee if Jacobs is out. 
I think if he signs this week, it's somebody that I like in the second round where his ADP is. If he is signing within a week away from the season starting, yeah, or not drafted, like I'm okay with passing on him. That personally, I, I get that there is risk that needs to be taken. Everybody's got value if they drop far enough, but I'm okay with just passing on him in general. There's enough wide receivers going anywhere around him that I'll gladly take one of them. Yeah, a little too early to tell for now. Um, number seven, another next of kin is Tony Pollard. Oh, God. <laughs> we have him at seven. <laughs> Chaz and I have him at seven. Connor has him at ten, so he's in all of our top tens. Um, he was a beast with splitting with Zeke last year. Now it's all by himself. He can catch. He can run. He can. I think he's more explosive than Zeke was, like, quickness-wise. Yeah, even when Zeke was fresh, yeah, Pollard. Zach yeah. Martin just signed his extension. That'll help a yeah, lot. So that now he's got the offensive line. Yeah, now he's Martin's got him the back. best part in the whole offense. Yeah, and it they drafted Deuce Vaughn, but if anything, Deuce Vaughn will be a pass catcher. Yeah, he's too short. Most. Um, too small to do too much. Yeah, he's not. As long as Pollard's healthy, he is the third three down back. He's not Sproles. He looks like a big short. He, he might look like him, but there's no other Sproles. Uh, Tony Pollard will be. Three down back, back, lead back, probably somebody that could be but fuck the Cowboys. Top three running back. But yeah, I can't draft him. He's a cowboy. <laughs> Speaking of fuck the Cowboys, if Dak keeps throwing interceptions like he did last year, they might have to lean on the run a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, they might want to get the ball out of him. And let's be honest, Dak's Dak is gonna keep but the the Cowboys that picked up Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup's healthy, CD Lamb's a stud. So another guy that open lanes ready to go from the run. And taking away from Pollard is McCarthy's going to take a play calling with just with Green Bay was just aired out. So they're going to they're not taking it out of decision maker. They're not taking it out of Dak's hands. They're no. going to take all those interceptions and give him more opportunities to throw an interception. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Tony Pollard, great pick. Especially you can get him at the end of the first, early second. I think yeah. mid. Mid second, yeah, it depends on the draft. I like, I'm taking him in the second round. If he drops a third, even better. Yeah, um, another NFC East rival, Saquon Barkley, just signed uh, a little bit one year deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's at camp practice, and he seems to be happy enough for this season. He's someone that, yeah, his past injury history is his biggest concern because when he's on the field, he's a monster. Um, another NFC East guy, so we don't personally want him to succeed, but for fantasy purposes. He's damn good. And that offense got better. With adding Darren Waller, there's at least a little bit of a threat. Him and so he showed some skill. Yeah. And he's a bigger body guy to open up a little bit. I'm not saying he's going to be a stud, but it is a weapon for Dan Jones extra third. Yeah, but they have no help in New York. So everything runs through Saquon. Right. He's going to yeah. get over. Daniel Jones is not a $40 million quarterback to where he's going to throw the ball all over the field, it's going to be all Barkley. And Barkley will catch a lot, too. Yeah, because Daniel Jones can't throw the, far, throw the ball very far. Um, the first eight weeks, he was a top 17 back every single week. With a bunch of top 10s in there. Yeah, yeah. He was number six last year. His consensus this year is number six. We all have him at number six. And I, I think... So there's that, no value. I think being that's, drafted where... You're not going to get a steal on him unless yeah. he falls in the second round. He should be a late first-round pick. Maybe yeah. even a mid-first-round pick. Yeah. Um, after that is King Henry at number five. I have him at five. Connor's at five. Chaz has him at four. So all right around that five area. Um, 
The question is, will age catch up to him? We've been asking it for years. But as long as he's healthy, they hand him the ball 20 to 30 times a game, and he's a beast. Yeah, I I don't have any problem taking Henry at the end of the first, the middle of the first. I think this is a weird year to where he's not being talked about as top two, three running back. Um, they added Hopkins. So he had value without having a big uh, – Throwing threat, so they're they're not going to throw the ball all over the field. So if Ryan Tannehill's steady this year, which he has shown he can be. He was not fully healthy last year. Like it's enough to not be able to stack the box with a guy like DeAndre Hopkins out there as a weapon. And yeah, Tannehill and, and second, second year. So not having to stack the box, I don't know why we're not talking about. Derrick Henry had fifty hundred some rushing yards last year, and it felt like a down year. Yeah, that that's why I don't know why we're talking about him at. I think at this point it's his age. Even though his first yeah. two, three years, he wasn't fully productive. Um, so he doesn't have quite the wearing tear of someone his age. I don't know. He's got I a lot of miles. A mixed bag. Yeah. Because now Ben Bruiser with a lot what? of miles. In Batman, he did. He had three peak years, a lot of touches. But, like, his early 20s with the Titans, he was splitting time. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's so good. I You yeah. still know when the wheels are going to fall off. It's tough. I don't think they do this year. I think he's good this year. Coming in at number four is our top-ranked rookie with Bijan Robinson. Uh, I'm at four, Connor at three, Chaz at five. I think he's going to be a rookie Saquon. Yeah, I think he's a do-it-all guy. The Falcons was not the best spot for him to land fantasy-wise. They are a top rushing team. Right, and he's they going were last year. They were like one of the most efficient teams last year. I don't think they do it again. But they just spent the, what, fourth? How, what what pick did he go in the he NFL draft? Eight, I believe. Yeah, top ten pick. So top ten pick to the number one rushing attempt team. You would think that they would keep that. But going. as far as fans, he goes. I, I'm not sure how far this back. It feels like the number one uh, running back drafted in the NFL draft has a good rookie year. Brees Hall got hurt last year, and that's what limited him. Before that, Najee Harris goes all the way back to Zeke Leonard Fournette. That guy in the first round is steady. If you take him. I think mid to late first, you're getting a guy you'll like. If it's late first, early second, even easier to make the call. Yeah. I think he finishes as a top 10 running back. I am personally passing on him. I'm not drafting him. I, Where? At all? Oh, okay, so if he falls in the second round, yeah, I'm taking okay. him. I told him to make that clear. If like not, at five I'm not taking him anywhere in the first. Okay. Just because I, I think that offense got worse. Derrick Henry. As good as he is, him. It's pretty damn good. As good as that offense is, I think they got worse. Well, sorry, they're not a good offense. Desmond Ritter is going to make him worse than Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is, I think, ten times the quarterback Desmond Ritter is. Ritter, they're saying can't can't even get the ball downfield at all. So make the box be stats against Bijan, but he's shown. I mean, he showed in college, obviously, that he can break tackles anyway and make it happen. He's catching the ball very well, too. Yeah, so he's a PPR threat, which is huge. huge. Yeah, it is. And I I just don't like him in the first when I could draft somebody else. Uh, number three is the guy I feel like is just never talked about a lot. And obviously, he's the number three, so this year he is. But it's Nick Chubb. He never he, talked about. He produces. He doesn't have Kareem Hunt taking carries. I think it's a lock for top seven. Another year for, for Watson to get better in the offense. Mm-hmm. He should catch the ball more with Hunt going. I, I don't know I don't what know else he will. Just, I mean, we've never really seen him attempt to catch the ball much. That There might be someone with not as big a name kind of taking the Hunt role. 
I don't think so. I don't think there's going to be a third down back there. I think it's him. Okay. How do you take him off the field when they pass? <laughs> I don't think I don't think he will come off the field when they pass. I think he's just going to get you know more mm-hmm. more catches. Yeah, I mean that'd be great, and that would make him even a better player. It's just I don't think even going back to Georgia, he caught the ball much. And I know they have multiple guys there too. I just don't think that's a strong suit. He's going to be a great running back. I just don't think he's going to get the PPR jump that is possible without Hunt. I think there will be somebody else that supplements more of Hunt's touches. And I think this is my opinion. One of the guys in the top ten that we're talking about, especially top three, that is kind of a steal. You can get him at the end of the first round, and he could finish as number one running back. Yeah. So if, for us ranking him at three, he still has value if you're drafting him at the end of the first where right. his ADP is. Right. Uh, yeah, much different than. Yeah, I mean, there's a good chance he leaves the league in rushing yards this year. Yeah. yeah. And possibly touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. It's just, he's going to get the opportunities. He just can make it happen. Yeah. Which probably will happen. Coming in at number two. The touchdown machine, Austin Eckler, to get 18 last year, and for the second year in a row, I think he had 18. About that. Um, me and Connor Matuch has, has him at three, just right behind Chubb. But in a passing offense, it might take a little with the new coordinator, a little off the rushing game, but I think he'll get more catches. Right. I think it just balances itself out. He's so explosive. He's so elusive, and he finds the end zone. He's got a nose for it. Yeah, that that's where his value is. That PPR is. It's just it's kind of like Herbert's safety blanket. They don't really use his tight end as their safety blanket. His blanket is dropping off Eckler. Especially, yeah. I yeah mean, at the end of the games, when once they've blown their lead, um, and they're going to lose, just the garbage time catches. It's just one after another. Or the games that they go huge, he's good at running it out. Yeah, yeah. and so either way, he'll be getting touches in the fourth quarter, which is huge for running backs. And another year, they can't find a backup to be the running know. option. Isaiah Spiller was drafted in the second round last year. And Mike, he didn't do anything Mike. last year to dig No, he that. didn't do anything right. last year, but he could this year. He could take a jump in his second year. Yeah, um, yeah I, I like Eckler. It's another guy I think I'm passing on. I think where he's going in the ADP, I'd rather have one of the top wide receivers. Okay. Or a Kelsey. I, I don't think I, I think he's that. in that four to seven range. And at that point, it's your opinion. Yeah, which – I you just don't like running there. back because yeah. he's, he's got to be safe. He's safe. He is safe. And he's another guy that can finish at one because he's on the last year's contract. Well, not contracts, but an issue. But yeah, he's going to. He it's kind of go for there. a prove it deal to get another paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all have this guy at one. I think it's the obvious answer Chris McCaffrey. Uh, he was great in Carolina, even when they sucked. They moved him to San Fran and his touches went down and he just killed it still. Receiving, rushing, passing in, in San Fran. <laughs> yeah, he does yeah, he does a he's just so good. And, and he stayed healthy last year. All, he played every game last yeah, year. That, that's, his, that's his only knock is you're drafting him at the top three pick, and is he going to play every game? If he is, he's top three. If he is, yeah. he can win your whole leg on his own, and it's worth the risk. He's the only running back that you might take number one overall. It's, I personally think it's between him and Justin Jefferson. Nobody, no other running backs are in the conversation. No, Eckler's. I think almost everybody's number two, but mm-hmm. he's not up there as the guy you're taking at the one hundred one. Right. Um, and Elijah Moore or uh, Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell is now hurt again already. Like so, it doesn't. It's not like he's got anybody that's. Well, the only thing with Mitchell last year, um, 
I think McCaffrey a couple of games actually had more catches than rushes when Mitchell played, which is just weird. But even with those catches, you're getting more points with the PPR. Right. Yeah. So it outweighed his production. Yeah, it didn't the carries. Mitchell gets some carries. Yeah, and I think with Brock Purdy, I, think I don't think Brock Purdy does what he did at the end of last year, and they're going to take the books out on Purdy, and they're going to rely on McCaffrey. Yeah, more. they're going to rely on McCaffrey. I agree. And with all the weapons, you can't stack the box. Well, you don't have like they're not going to have Depot now being that running back. That's, that's guy McCaffrey's you might, but it won't be as often. No, it'll like, be a, it might be a play player game there. or two. Right. It's not going to yeah. be ten rushes. Yeah, so. He's not turning into Cordell Patterson. He's a receiver who yeah. can do everything. Yeah. Uh, so, even though we just talked about that, just not that much to say about him. He's just – He's amazing. Yeah. He should be the number one running back taken. Yeah, McCaffrey had two games outside of uh, top 20 last year. And one of them was probably when he went from Carolina to – Yeah, his first week. Yeah, he had like a three-day notice, and he still scored touchdown the game. Yeah. I think. He, you know, yeah. Um. All right, that's it for our rankings. Again, let us know if anyone that we had in the top 10 shouldn't have been or if you think someone that wasn't should be. Um, let us know what you think. Back to Fantasy Football League. We are starting a league strictly for this podcast. Um, we will talk about it week in and week out throughout the whole year. We will talk about why we drafted who we drafted, so we'll, we'll try to have a live draft. Um, we'll talk about why we picked people up. We'll talk about why we sent trades, why we accepted trades, why it's not a good trade for us. We'll be very involved on the podcast with this league. If you want a chance to join the league with us, follow us on Instagram at Good Old Fantasy Football and leave a comment about who your league winner is based on their ADP. Okay, so not just one of the top guys, but based on their ADP, who do you think could lead a league, lead your team to the championship? Yeah, we don't want to hear uh, McCaffrey at the one hundred and one. We want somebody like James Cook in the eighth round or if you somebody else that we maybe haven't even talked about yet on this podcast. Maybe there's a wide receiver that we'll be doing a wide receiver rankings next week. So maybe there's somebody like that. Yeah, so look out for that. Um, if we if we like your comment, we think you'd be a good fit based on who you said. We'll reach out and try to get you in the league. Good luck. Good luck. All right. See you next time. Cheers.